AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm late. I'm late. For a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. One, two, three, four more years. Back to you, Anchor. The fuck? What the fuck? The fuck? What the fuck? The funk? What the fuck? We have fun. You know, and that's, you know, recently I learned that Nick has kind of started a petition to um sign a petition. Replace me with Betty White. It's just a dream. Okay. And you're not going to get in the way with it. Nick wants to have me So you fired. listened to the last episode, huh? And you heard what I said while you were gone. Yeah. I want to replace you with Betty White. That, and I saw the petition you've been circulating on Twitter. Yeah. You think it's that's okay? It's the um, second least popular petition on change.org. I saw that you were like, oh, here are my Insta stories. Swipe up. But you don't even have swipe up abilities. I was like, this is just rude. Did I do that on my Insta stories? Yeah, oh, because I reposted you're somebody else's? You're always like, swipe up. Oh. No, it's a joke that you're an idiot. Right, I thought that I, maybe I did. <laughs> and then, then so you're implying I'm an idiot that I wouldn't notice that the post was a repost? You piece of shit. It was still small. 
were I didn't even make it bigger. You made it even tinier? Yeah, I made it tinier. I just wanted everyone to know, this was not me. Someone else likes uh, the podcast. There's, In my opinion, there's nothing more embarrassing than someone being like, swipe up, and then not having the swipe up abilities. I've never seen that. Yeah, I've never either, but I think it'd be funny. (laughs) It would be really funny. She's always like, swipe up. And it's like, everyone messages you like, I can't. And you're like, exactly. Whose fault is that? Instagram. Why don't I have swipe up abilities? Instagram. Well, I think this attitude shows why. (laughs) What's the big deal? Instagram. Instagram is a great company and they make all the right decisions. Ew, you fucking shill for Facebook. I love Zuck. I love Zuck. You love to suck Zuck's dick. Yeah. I want to suck Zuck's buck. (gasps) Woo! Ten point buck? With with any luck. A ten point buck? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, let's get into this because there's a brand new season and I love it and I want to talk about it and everyone on it is great and there's so many women and there's lots of chances for these dudes and one of the guys is really funny and uh, Joe Wow is back and one of the charter calls him Jay Wow and I like that and uh, Captain Stanny is a, a real jerk this time and I like that and um. Hannah is still there for some reason. I can't believe she comes back another time even after this. But uh, everyone seems really good at their job. And the uh, chef, um, we got to talk about her. Yes. Okay. We're talking Below Deck Mediterranean Season 4, Episode 1. Baby, it's a new season. Shit's about to shake up. Yeah. Baby. I think a lot. You're all that I need. I think a lot I'm begging you, please. in this season. Come back to me. Yeah. A lot happens in this season. And I'm yeah. excited because it's hinted at we might get a favorite person to come in. And uh, yeah. Okay. So this season is in the south of France. We're talking Cannes, Saint-Tropez, Nice. Monaco, and they're all like, it's a rich person's playground. Wait, did you say can? Are you already talking about the new chef? Can. Both how she serves her food, or how she harvests her food from cans, and will eventually definitely be canned. Yeah, she's an idiot. Uh, And we're, okay, so Hannah's back, Chief Stew. She says last season wasn't her best season. What if Hannah was back and she was second stew? I mean, that would be she would, incredible. Oops, all second stews. It would be like a murder suicide situation in no time. What if the chief stew was Kate? This would be like when uh, Alex Rodriguez went to the Yankees and had to switch positions because Derek Jeter already was shortstop. So Alex Rodriguez had to start playing third base. Hmm. Okay. Um, he, could be like that. Sorry, I said a, re- a sports reference. Yeah, and now you know there's no place the for that. There's no place for that. How would Betty White react? Well, I wouldn't have to do that shit because she'd be fucking spinning so much gold. I'd just sit back and collect paychecks, baby. She'd be spitting gold in girls. <laughs> Don't cry. Is what that would sound like if you had said something funny. Oh fuck you. <laughs> What the fuck? What the fuck? (laughs) 
<laughs> you motherfucker. You know, I'm going to give you a a, a little... Uh... That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I earned that. So, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, Kate, not Kate, shit. Hannah says, uh, last season wasn't her best season, but she's just going to keep her head down and not hook up with anyone and just work, which we know is a lie. Yeah, she's going to hook it up with the charters. She's going to hook it up with the dudes on the boat. <laughs> she's going to get crazy, going to get freaky, going to get intense, going to get sneaky. Wow. This is a girl who should is not. Is Colin back? <laughs> if you like the boat and you like a moat, then you should know no. that I'm a bad rapper. <laughs> Uh, a hip, a hop. If a anyone to is like, and now when, when is shop. the exact time and date that Anna fell in love with Nick? That would have been it. Wow, <laughs> I feel like you just did. You're like trying to flick it off as a joke, but you like, I was like, you know, when you love something so much, you just need to say it out loud. That's my uh, my heart. Yeah, breaking. All wow. right, I'm just trying to trap you to murder you. So Jay Wow is back as Bosun. And then we have Mila, who's the chef. And she says she wants to change the opinion that female chefs are not as good as male chefs. And I'm like, well, good luck, you bitch, because you're going to fuck that up real quick. She's letting down um, the world. Everyone she represents. No, she's letting down everyone but Russia. I'll tell you that right now. That's right. She's Russian. Damn. Uh, Colin is back and he's a deckhand. Then we have this new woman named Aisha from New Zealand, and she's okay, the second Okay, I'm sorry. Has stew. there ever been someone more boring that has ever been brought back than Colin? No, because Colin can rap. Oh, he is the worst as far as interesting screen time. But his hair. He barely was not in the la his last season if his parents didn't come to Italy for two days just to give him a kiss on his freaking nipple. That was cute. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just so disappointed that he's back because he's boring. He just doesn't do anything. He doesn't hook up with anybody. He doesn't get in fights with anybody. And there's really no more to this show. Okay. You're either fucking fighting or fucking or get the full guy out of here. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, you know, we'll see what happens with him this season. We sure will, Anna. Back to the show. <laughs> Okay, Colin is back. So we have this new second stew from New Zealand. Her name is Aisha, and she's very crass. She likes to say anything and everything. And then we have Travis. Like yeah, we have Travis, the deckhand who's from Australia, and he says he does a lot of stupid shit, which is like, oh, great. Like me. And then we have Anastasia, Anastasia, who's the third stew, and she says she has an immigrant work ethic and works really hard and Ooh, gets that's her shit me. done. Uh, yeah, no. Immigrants, we get the job done. And then we have potentially the funniest person just because of his accent. And I don't mean that Colin? in like a, I'm making fun of his accent way, but I, I, it's just fascinating to me because it's Jack and he's from Liverpool and he talks exactly like the Beatles. Like he's like, do it, do, do your Jack impression, please. Yeah. Well, Lyra said, cause we were watching this and she said that, um, when he came up, she said, he sounds like my Beatles impression. <laughs> and then I was like, you mean the Beatles? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, no, uh -huh. it's me, Jack. 
These teeth are not mine. Yes, that's exactly what he sounds like. It's He's almost, like a beetle, except he talks a lot faster and so he doesn't understand what he's saying. It's as if they saw the future, heard your accent, and were like, cast that guy who sounds yeah. like Nick's accent. They're like, look, look, in a couple of years, a genius at Voices <laughs> will be covering this show, and we gotta give him fodder. But he really does talk like that. Like, he has, like, the classic... Beatles UK Liverpool accent and it's so funny to listen to it's just like I understand that I guess they speak like that but like he almost seems like ridiculous I don't know but anyway he says he loves women and he's not sure he can handle himself with all these women nobody who just loves women you know and doesn't want to fuck them says that they love women but I love women uh, it's always like an apology, you know, I'm Paul it's like, McCartney? I'm sorry, but I love women. And like, it shouldn't be an apology because <laughs> if you really meant you love women, then that would be great. <sighs> but what it means is that you fuck tons of women and then break their hearts. That's what you said when you love women. I love women. So I don't think I'm falling for that one, Jack. Well, anyway, but he's Welcome there. to the show. <laughs> Uh, and Captain Sandy's back. She says the last few charter seasons have really hardened her. So she is no shit Sandy this time. So Hannah arrives first and they're on the Sirocco again. Were they on the Sirocco last season of Med? They were. Okay. Okay. And what was yeah. the one before that? Eros? No, it was the original. I don't know. There's been so many. Who fucking knows, dog? It's in my notes. It's in his notes. Actually, I'm going to look it up because I'm really curious. I'll look it up. You keep going with what you're doing. Okay, thank you. So she says she discovered Antibes, which is where there are, when she was traveling through France with her mother. And then she Googled what to do in the south of France while speaking English. And yachting came up. And so that is why she's here now. She literally says, and I'm still insane. Okay, so season one, Ionian Princess. Okay. Season two, Sirocco. So that was, they skipped a season. Last season was Talisman Talisman Maiden. And now they're back on the Sirocco. And next season, they are on a new ship called the Wellington. That's interesting. So I wonder why they went back to the Sirocco. Oh, my God. I just saw someone else who's on the next season. And they are from... A very old season of Below Deck. Oh, no. Well, there's someone on the fifth season that is from uh, uh, one of the first couple Below Deck med seasons. Yeah, Malia? Oh, yeah. Malia is the one we know. But there's another person from her season that's back. Hannah? No. Yeah, Hannah. Bugsy. Bugsy, baby. That's right. That's exciting. Uh, yeah. So, wow, wow, wow. That is something. And there's an Alex, but it's not the far right one. Ugh, fuck that guy. So, uh, yeah, Captain Sandy says she was based in the south of France for many years. So it feels like home. And she says it's the yachting capital of the Western Med. And it is where everyone shows off. And it's a competition. And she just wants to be the best of the best. And Hannah and Captain Sandy say that they will communicate more this season. And Captain Sandy just wants more people on service. So no one ever has to get up from the table looking for a crew member. And JWoww shows up and him and Hannah say they're in a good place now because between charters, they were able to resolve their issues. Uh, And now that they have to work together a lot more, it's good because she's Chief Stew and he's Bosun. 
Mila, the chef, shows up and we learn she's from Siberia, Russia. I feel like knowing someone's from Siberia is kind of like a dead giveaway that they might be problematic. Um, ouch. Racist much? No, I just understand Russia. Yeah. Well, uh, they went to Siberia in this season's 90 Day Fiance the other way. That lady's mom lived in Siberia oh, and they right. drove there and she did not approve of the guy. And so that's what's going on in Siberia. Just right. because you have a home invasion or a drug deal, I forget what it was, and he got he he was in jail for a while, and then right. her mom didn't like that. Right. So yeah, Mila says she, when she was really young, she really enjoyed cooking and was working at part time in a restaurant, and people kept complimenting her food. So she was like, "Fuck it, why not? I'll become a chef." And she changed her life path and went to Paris uh, to work with the best chefs in the world. So uh, she meets Captain Sandy and says that she's never seen a female captain before. And Captain Sandy says Mila's credentials excite her because she's cordon bleu trained out of Paris. And that's the best training in the world. And she's a female and she has high hopes. Uh, Yeah, no, it's incredibly impressive. And they got tons of shots of her food and they're all very nice. And she's got some professional chef photos taken. And she's got a, a very impressive pedigree. And... I expect her to have a lot of uh, interesting, complex, fine dining dishes. That's what I expect. Yeah. Don't know if I'm going to get it. Well, Travis, the deckhand, arrives and Anastasia, the third stew, shows up and we learn she's from Vermont and she speaks Russian to Mila. And we learned that she was born in the Republic of Georgia and then she moved to the States when she was two years old and grew up in Vermont. And she started as a chef on a small sailing boat and that her mom always says that if they were in Georgia still, she'd be married with three kids by now. Cool. If they lived. Sorry. Jesus. What? It's dark, bro. So uh, Jack the deckhand shows up and so does Aisha the second stew who's from New Zealand. And Jack um, says his accent is odd because he's worked abroad in different countries for 10 years now, but he's from Liverpool. So he really he just has like a Liverpool is, accent. Yeah, well, it's, it's thicker. It's thicker than the Beatles. Thicker than he's the Beatles. He's not as smart. Who do you think's smarter, the Beatles or this guy? The Beatles. Yeah, that's probably right. Well, anyway, Colin arrives and he's like, diddly diddly dum. And he says he has more confidence with last season under his belt. And Captain Sandy saw that in him because she invited him back. Can't believe it. Miss Conrad already. Mm Mm-hmm. She hated Conrad. Conrad's very skinny. Conrad. So, uh, I love your name because it has rad in it. Oh, totally, dude, bro. Well, you weren't invited back, were you, Adam? Oh, no, dude. Oh, no, no. So, Aisha uh, worked on the Phoenix yacht, which I guess it's like a nice super yacht. And she said it was the hardest job she's ever had on a yacht. And it was a lot of hard work. And um, she actually really enjoys hard work because she doesn't like being bored. And you really have to push her to make her break. And Colin is pumped that Wow is the bosun. And Mila says she has to clean the galley and she's not very happy about it because it's too much work because she's a whiny idiot. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't foreshadow, but she's a whiny idiot. And then Travis is already in trouble because he calls Captain Sandy just Sandy. And she's like, call me Captain Sandy. We're not friends. And he's like, oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, it was weird. It was right away. But I guess that's what you got to do. You got to put people in their place right away. She's not having it anymore. Walk all over you. No, this is a different Sandy we're getting this season. This she's this season she's even gayer than last season. Is Cheeto? I want to see her. I want to see her wife. That's not Cheetah. I want to see her wife. Has she come on the? She's not married, is she? Oh, Oh, she's just dating. Well, she's got like a long relationship, right? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna look that up. Oh, I, I googled Sandy's wife. Guess what came up? Garth mm-hmm. Brooks, because his ex-wife that he divorced in 2001 is named Sandy. That's funny. Captain yeah. Sandy's wife, singer Leah Schaefer. They are not married. They announced their relationship last year. So I'm wrong. I feel bad. And I apologize. The couple met in November. November. And mm. struck up a conversation in face, on Facebook. Mm. Uh, singer Leah Schaefer is uh, ha-cha-cha. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And that's it. Back to you. Back to you. All right. Back to you. Okay. Back to you. So, uh, yeah. Travis says that his friends would call him a dickhead if they were to describe him and that's not a very promising thing and you know what I hate that so let's go for a quick break and we'll be right back I'm late I'm late for a very important date time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from undercover tourists this summer make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less buy from undercover tourist and authorized seller and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with undercover tourists now and save undercovertourist.com This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from life. You know that. His business is failing. His house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger. And we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money. And he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice parish all new sundays at nine on amc and stream on amc plus 
we're back. What's up? Anyway, so uh, yeah, uh, we have an all crew meeting with Captain Sandy and we meet First Officer Casey and Chief Engineer Mike, never to be seen again. Uh, and Captain Sandy tells them to all to call her Captain Sandy and that they all have to earn her trust this season because the last few crews have been idiots. So blame them for her strictness. So what are the guys, what are the crew members' names again that aren't? Uh... Mike and Casey. Mike and Casey. Uh, now, I have a question. All these people are in these close quarters and they keep hooking up with each other. What happens if one of them hooks up with Mike or Casey? It'll never happen. Why? Because they're always like older. I, no, sometimes they're not. There's sometimes there's fucking just like 20 somethings and they're fucking fit. And I don't know why no one has ever fucked one. I think they're just not allowed to socialize with them in a way. I think that they are. Maybe they, they have to get away from them. Because they they're never be allowed camera. to like go out to dinner with them or like they're never allowed to be at like the right. end of the year parties or end of the season parties or they're never like at the resort with them when they get like a day off. Right. What happens? Why, what do they do on resort days? They go fuck themselves, I guess. <laughs> that is crazy. They probably maybe give they them a go, little bump in their but per diem like, and set them off on, this, on the town. I'm sure they go, but they're just never on camera. And then they're just like never allowed to have dinner with them. Or go to yeah. the club with them. Yeah. I don't know. Mila thinks the boat is very poorly organized and the storage space is small and she's not loving it. And Mila and Hannah sit down to discuss meals and schedules. And Mila excuses herself to go vomit. because She's not feeling well. And we learn Travis is from Perth, Australia. And he says it has the highest incarceration in West Australia. And a lot of his friends were just normal people. And then they went to jail because they were addicted to meth. So sailing is the quickest way out of Perth. Oh. Or death. Or death, I guess. Yeah. Mila says that she had food poisoning the day before. And Hannah can't believe that they have another sick person on board, like last season where Casey was sick. And Mila says she's struggling because she ordered shrimp pasta the night before and it's fucking with her. And she says she's a Siberian Russian woman who is tough uh, and was hoping to make a good first impression. Yet here she is vomiting. Yeah. Um, also, if you had been healthy, it would have been a terrible first impression because you are terrible at your job. God, I cannot wait to get to this first meal. Mm. So let's get there. So uh, the deck crew are having a meeting. We learn Jack is an engineer by trade and worked as a Marine engineer in the Merchant Navy, which is owned by the Queen. But it's not the Royal Navy, so you can work in cargo ships or oil tankers. And I don't know. And he says leaving the Merchant Navy to a nice yacht has been a shock to his system. And the Stews are having a meeting and Anastasia says that she's a hard worker and a fast learner and she's done a lot of charter, but she still doesn't want to fuck anything up because she's a perfectionist. And JWoww makes Travis the lead deckhand because he has the most experience out of him, Jack, and Colin. Yeah. So Mila keeps throwing up and she finally has to lay down after working and trying to organize. And Colin and JWoww are catching up and Colin says, Jamie's in Florida and Brooke is moving to Canada or something. And JWoww said he spoke to her a couple days ago and it didn't end well, per usual. And JWoww says that Brooke came to Zimbabwe. 
after their last charter season and things were perfect and he really loved her. But then he found out she cheated on him and he wanted to make it work, but she didn't want to. So what could he do? They broke up. Sorry. Okay, it's the first charter meeting with Mila, Hannah, Captain Sandy, and Wow. And um, we learned some like eligible bachelor older man is coming on board. Were you able to get his likes and dislikes? Ooh, nah, they they skimmed past that shit. Cool. Didn't get it. Oh, that's too bad to hear. I know. It doesn't, so, it doesn't hurt anybody as much as it hurts me, so. I know. Well, we learned that they want to play with the sea bobs. Uh, they want a beach picnic, and they want to explore one of the coastal towns, and Mila can barely sit through the preference sheet meeting, and Hannah's scared by it because they have, like, guests coming on in less than 24 hours. And Travis thinks Hannah is sexy, and he calls her Rack City, as in she got titties. And everyone is chilling after a long day of working, and Aisha says having a relationship in yachting is really hard. And then she says, Aisha the Geisha will fellatio. And Jack says, perfect. <laughs> that was a stretch. That's an Eminem <laughs> rhyme. It's like a only makes sense with her accent. Aisha the Geisha will fellatio. When you yeah. say Aisha the Geisha will fellatio, it's just like, what? Also, what makes you a Geisha? I don't know. Yeah, you have to be way more schooled to be a geisha. Yeah, well, she says that she grew up with four older brothers and very liberal parents, so sex was very openly discussed in her oh, household. Oh, here we go. We got a female Adrian over here. And she asked her mom to describe what sodomy was when she was seven years old, and that's when she learned what butt sex was. Yep, female Adrian in town. Less meditation, though, and more hard work. So Hannah gives Wow a pep talk who's having some insecure thoughts about his position. And I guess they're like good friends now because he apologized to her and I don't know. But also yeah. they have to be because they are now equals that have to manage their departments together. Yeah. Well, uh, it's everyone goes to bed the and it's day. the next day. I knew it. Okay. Uh, Mila's awake and she's feeling okay, but not great. And Captain Sandy is going to have Anastasia help Mila in the galley because she has experience working as a chef on a yacht. And Anastasia says she started cooking at a very young age because her mom was a chef. And she became a yachting chef when her boyfriend at the time realized she could cook in the galley without getting seasick. So she decided to try it. I like didn't realize that was an aspect of it. Yeah, you can't really get seasick if you're yeah. like, in there. Like that, uh, what, what was the chick's name who got C so seasick? Casey. The blonde Casey. Yeah, but she got over it, I guess, and is fine now and can do it? Or did, or like, does the next time she get on a boat, there's like three days of seasickness? How does that I work? Know. I don't know. You don't. She just has to take meds, I guess. Like a lot of oh, drinking. Yeah. Below deck meds. Yeah. Below deck meds, I said. BDM. Yeah. Below deck med. Mm. Anyway, the guests are arriving, and while giving the guests a tour of the boat, Hannah calls a gong a dong to the guests, and they're all like, honey, that ain't right. 
It's not she a says dong. it so many times. She's like, a dong, or the one that you hit, a dong. And Imagine like, no. if she said that to the last charter of uh, all those gay dudes. She'd have never heard the end of it. A dong? More like a gong, because that's actually what you're trying to say. Well, she didn't graduate high school, so what are you going to do? So, Damn. Uh, <laughs> Brutal. Uh, we have our first that's undocking. That's not right. We have our first undocking, and they nail it, and Captain Sandy's happy, and they anchor right outside Nice, France, and Captain Sandy is concerned because of all the issues they've had in the past with the anchors, and two charters ago, they got wrapped up, if you recall, and they had trouble re- or undoing them. Captain Sandy says she brought Wow back because of his attitude and his work ethic, but she's going to keep an eye on him and his ego. She doesn't want him popping off like he did last season. And Mila's feeling better, but she hasn't eaten since the day before, so she's very weak. But the guests sit down for lunch while the deck crew get all the water toys out. And Mila, for lunch, makes them salad, foie gras, burgers, and fries, which is something. Mm. And Mila (laughs) says she used to play poker professionally and playing with the guys and taking their money at the table. It makes you feel so good. And it's the same feeling as when guests say they love your food. And the guests do love the burger, so I guess she's got that poker eye right now. Poker eye. She's never been more high. Oh, poker high. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah? Yeah. Poker high. Uh-huh. Uh, we've all been there, am I right? Just Craps are low. Taking men for their money. You have? We have? Yeah, we've all been there, Do we there, work right? as a team? Me and you. Okay, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Thank God. I'm so confused. I'm late. I'm late. Three very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from a life. You know that. His business is failing. His house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger. And we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money. And he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice 
Parish. All new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. And we're back. I took Nick for all his money. He wasn't ready. He just wasn't ready. That's my fault? It's not my fault. He wasn't ready. Um, yeah, I, I still, I'm, I'm as confused now as I was before break. You just weren't ready. I guess. I, I'm not sure what you're talking about. <laughs> when I took all your money in poker, you weren't ready. I get, not, yeah, I was not ready. Sorry, I'm, right. I'm not good at improv. So, <laughs> no, that's clear. So the guests head into town to Nice in the tender and Jack and Anastasia go with them. And Hannah asks Anastasia to pick up some fresh milk while in Nice and... They walk around Nice and Jack says he lived there for six months last year and it's a good place and it has a lot of bars and he blew all his money buying drinks for girls while he was there. Buying drinks for girls. He don't have a pot to piss in. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, the guests are just exploring Nice and have you ever been to Nice? Um, it's actually very Nice this time of year. Yeah, have you ever been? I have not been to Nice, no. I've been. It's fun. I had a lot of fun there. Ooh, that's all you wanted to say. Why'd you have to shame me before you said that? I actually, I went to Paris. I've been to Paris as well. I've been to Venice. I've been to Venice as well. Yeah, no, I want to tell you. Who hasn't? I went to Nice. uh, I've been to Seoul. I haven't been there. Uh huh. I went to Paris. Oh, I went to. Nice. I was 18 and I was with my two best friends and we went on a Euro trip and uh, Nice was a Nice was a, a wild place. Like we we went to that place. Do you have a Nice time? Yeah, we had a very Nice time. Did we you, to, who'd you go with? Your nephew? <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. I didn't, I didn't go with my niece. I don't have one. Cool. Okay. But I went with my two besties and we went to Wayne's Bar, which is like a famous like tourist bar that like after a certain hour, uh, they have a band and then everyone just gets up on the tables and dances on the tables. It's a pretty cool. fun place. When you're 18 and like, you know, like out loose in the world for the first time. Whoo, niece, baby. That was the place. To I've never be. been out loose, you know. <laughs> well, whatever. I made out with an Australian <laughs> at, in Nice, oh, hell yeah. which was uh uh, that's, that's almost like taught. a, it's like a, a coming to age story or like a, a thing that you have to do is make out with an Australian <laughs> in Europe when you're traveling with your friends because there's God, so many I've of them. I've never done it. They're everywhere in Europe. Me? They take over hostels and they fucking party so hard that one of them ends up making out with you and you're all of a sudden like, what the fuck? I specifically remember it's being like, what the fuck am I doing? Who is this guy? And then we got out of there. It's weird. 18, baby. That was the life. So, uh, yeah, the guests are getting ready to head back to the boat and Anastasia and Jack uh, still have to get milk. So they just point them in the direction of the dock and then leave to go get milk. And the guests are like struggling to find or figure out where they're supposed to go. Uh, And they're just like waiting at the dock. And um, Anastasia and uh, Jack are also struggling to find a market to buy milk from and it takes them forever to find one. And so Jack finally calls Wow and is like, yeah, I sent them to the dock. And uh, Wow's like, great, I'm going to come get the guests. But rule number one, you never leave the guests alone. 
sorry, bitch, but you can't leave the guest. But I thought the number one rule was to get some milk. Yeah, well, incorrect. I've got a plate. I've got this set list. It says, uh, hey, Jude, <laughs> of course. Then the full album of Revolver. Then I get some. <laughs> There's no bit there. Please delete that. No. Now, leave it up there so people know how hard it is. Yeah, Nick's not very good at improv. He never learned. I didn't learn. I spent the money, but UCB just took the money. Yeah. They didn't give me anything. Uh, so they finally find milk, and JWoww gets the guests back to the boat, and then Travis comes back and picks up Jack and Anastasia. And Anastasia says she has a boyfriend back home, and they've been dating for three months. We'll see how long that lasts. We'll see how long that what? Yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. Yeah, why are you yelling? We'll see how long that lasts. Yeah, no, I heard you. Why we'll are you see yelling? how long that lasts. There we go. So the guests are back on the boat playing with the water toys, and Captain Sandy comes into the galley and finds Mila making like basic ass tacos for the guests for dinner. And she's usually using, she's literally using those like pre made, like processed taco shells. They are literally old El Paso brand. Yeah. <laughs> and she's putting those out and Captain Sandy's like, those she's are like, is that, for the Kev, guests? Yeah, Captain Sandy's like, is that for the crew? Because the crew deserves better. It's for the <laughs> guests. Yeah. And she's like, okay. And then Mila's like, well, they said on their preference sheet, they want Mexican food. And one guest asked for tacos and enchiladas. So she's making them tacos, enchiladas, and nachos for their appetizer and then like steak for dinner. So fucking weird. Yeah. Why are they changing cuisines mid meal? <laughs> I have no idea. There's no reason for it. You yeah. start Mexican, you land Mexican. Yeah. But don't. Uh, yeah, never use those taco shops. Mexican food is famously the cheapest food in the world. Yeah. I mean, the enchiladas looked good, but the tacos, oh, it was Who bad. gives a shit? The nachos looked real bad. So JWoww tells Jack that he has to stick with the guests in the future because that's where they get their tip. And the guests sit down for dinner and Aisha and Hannah are not impressed with Mila's tacos and nacho plate. And Hannah doesn't even want to bring the nacho plate out. And she tells Aisha that later they can take it to the crew mess instead. And Hannah thinks the guests are being polite about the food after she serves them the tacos and, and, and the enchiladas, but she's embarrassed to be serving them in the first place. And Hannah goes back into the galley and Mila is already starting to plate for the next course. And Hannah stops her because she's like, the guests aren't even done eating that. Like, you need to wait. But the guests do say that they love the tacos but and the enchiladas, but the tacos were too spicy. Too spicy. So yeah. funny. It's like old white people. Uh, and then Mila is literally, in order to keep the steaks hot, microwaving them. And Hannah is shook by this behavior. <laughs> Everything she does. Did you see the corn that she poured straight from the can on top of the nachos, which are just chips and tomatoes? Salsa. Yeah. And then they were like, what about the cheese? And she's like, oh. She's like, oh, should I put cheese on it? Yeah. I I don't know what to do. When just the use of the can and the old El Paso, just like she just, she is making them a meal from the middle of the aisles of a grocery store. And yeah. 
I cannot believe what I am seeing. And then she microwaves it. I swear to God, like, I watched this whole scene through my fingers because I just couldn't watch the whole screen at once. Yeah. This is insane. This woman is in fucking sane. Cordon Blue? I, I don't, it, none of it makes sense. Um. Anyway, that's the end of the episode. It doesn't make sense. I found a link because I was curious where it says, below deck med, is Mila a real chef or is she a plant by producers? Uh-oh. And then it shows this Facebook post where Mila Kolometsieva posted in the Antibes Yacht Crew jobs and she wrote, Hi, everybody. My name is Mila and I'm a professional chef trained at Cordon Bleu in Paris. Cuisine, full diploma. Wine course, cheese course with several years of yachting, charter and private and Michelin restaurant experience. I'm looking for a seasonal permanent chef position. I am energetic, happy, positive and truly passionate about what I do. I speak fluent English, Russian, French, and German. I'm in cans and available ASAP. Cheers. But then there's also another link. Like there's photos of her. It looks like graduating. But then there's also like another weird thing where it shows her like her profile. And it says that she's an actor, an extra, and a model. And she's based in Hong Kong. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. And then... um. There's like a Google search which says a search for Mila Kolometsdeva doesn't turn up too much online, but there is a YouTube video in which looks to be Mila's submission to be a competitor competitor on Food Hero Asia. The video was posted by the show in 2016 and it features Mila sharing her passion for food and cooking and preparing her signature Spain-inspired spaghetti with an Asian twist. And Mila mentions once again that she studied at Cordon Bleu in Paris, but once again seems very careful not to say that she actually graduated from there. However, there's a photo included in the clip that seems to suggest that she at least received some sort of certificate from the prestigious Culinary Institute or that someone just looks like Mila when super blurry. And then it says that the person who researched found it a bit suspicious that Mila had very little social media presence, unlike the other new cast members. And then there's a theory online that may explain why there's so little info available online about her is if you search her name with a Y instead of an I uh, in the last name, you will find Mila's model mayhem profile and her starnow.com profile, which she describes herself as an actor, extra and model. And then they have a bunch of pictures and then her Facebook page has an alternate spelling as well, which includes a profile photo proudly sporting a Le Cordon Bleu chef uniform while posing in front of the Eiffel Tower. But maybe, just maybe, she was posing as a model. I don't know. But the Facebook page currently does not have any posts, but Reddit sleuths managed to catch a recently deleted post in which Mila shared a Russia Truth article with the headline, local authorities say they will not hold any gay parades because they want to protect children from the propaganda of non-traditional sexual relationships. And Mila captioned her share by writing, love it. Vladimir Putin is the best. Hmm. So. Oh my God. She does love Putin. Yeah. We do know that from the next episode. Spoiler. Yeah. See, but then like in her weird application, to apply for this job, she posted a bunch of photos of her food. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, I it know. could be anybody's food. She could be a model who's working. She could also 
just be like really dumb? She's not a model. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Noah Sampton, Bravo's senior vice president, says that they were just as surprised by everyone else. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, this is this is interesting because she I, I mean, it's it's jaw dropping just to to see that. I got to know more. I'm going to do some research and come back. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, is it time for Bone Facts with Nikki Tease? All right. Well, the phoenix that was referenced earlier in the episode mm-hmm. that uh, that girl was on. It's um, uh, How long is the phoenix? It's actually Phoenix 2. It was made in 2010 by Jan Kulczyk, the Lursen Company in Germany. Mm. How long is the Phoenix 2? Now, you remember these boats are like 160. You just tell me the length? Uh, no, I'm saying the boat they're on is like 160. Oh, oh. Feet. I'm going to say 180. 297 feet the Phoenix 2 is. Jesus, it's fucking huge. It's fucking massive, dog. Um, It's really bonkers. The motor yacht can accommodate 12 guests in six cabins. Isn't that insane? It's like, it's 300 feet long and you can only put 12 people in it. That's... Yeah, 12 people because there's only six cabins. I mean, like I guess it just decks. has as many cabins as it has. I guess the, you know, the yacht has a bunch of other fucking crap in it. She was carefully designed and, construction, and constructed to ensure that the original spirit of the yacht has been kept because it's Phoenix too. Much bigger and more beautiful. A hundred meters of stainless steel handrails. A, a generous swimming pool on her sun deck with separate jacuzzi and exterior cinema. The Sky Lounge opens to an inside-out dining area complete with glass screens, creating the ultimate dining experience. The owner's suite is a beautiful, full-beam deco duplex reminiscent of New York in the 1930s and offers breathtaking views of the city. A private staircase joins the two floors together, whilst a private foredeck complete with jacuzzi offers exterior privacy to guests. It's without a doubt one of the most stunning yachts ever built. Wow. Sounds nice. Is it more fancy than what was that one that they saw last time? Oh, the one with all the tiers of the the sailboat thing. Yeah, it's like automated. Yeah, I don't know. It's in the same the same rarefied air. So anyway, that's the Phoenix. Back to you. Back to you, dude. Wow. That was uh fascinating the i looked it up the phoenix because i was curious and it's a very nice boat oh it is nice well you heard it here it's been woman-splained for us oh shut up i gotta go look at it again it's the phoenix all right yeah i mean this this thing has like it is for so many people it's got like these massive staircases everywhere i mean this thing is just a fucking beast it makes the current yacht like sirocco look tiny as fuck this is like yeah. uh i mean it's just absolutely insane to me that this is for 12 people they have this movie theater in here this bar is insane it looks like it's from the chrysler building the year it opened 
this fucking living room. It's just like a living room in the round. I, I can't. I can't with this thing. This is insane. There is one room that's just like giant, that's just like red velvet on the ceiling and the floor, and in the middle, a grand golden piano. Hell yeah. This is absolutely next level. We are not in on this level. Are you God sure? Goddamn. Incredible. Well, not you and me. I'm saying the show below deck. What is that one? that we saw in the last season of Med. What was it called? The It had another bird name, I thought. No? Maltese Falcon. Maltese! There we go. Yeah. So they're all named after birds. That's nice. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening to the first episode of Season 4 Mediterranean. Oh, man. You can follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can... Email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. Uh, check out our merch on Tee Public. It's it's a damn good time. So, uh, yeah, leave us a five-star review. Oh, wait, Nick, we got a five-star review. We should read it. I'll read it right now. Man, Nick stopped recording, so we can't read the five-star review until next time. <sighs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, man, leave us a five-star review so Nick can find a way to not let us read it. Okay, uh, follow me at Anna Hosnia. Nick is at Nick's Turners. Okay, guys, what a bummer Nick is. Gotta go. Bye. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com you deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Thursday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.